0: Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball History. A no-hitter in the World Series first since Trev's Don Larson. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. Little players only in the playoffs. Jimmy uh, Jimmy's literally getting puked on right now. Uh, and so did Philly's offense last night, Trev, BBD, uh, history. It was kind of a weird one because it was, I don't know. it there's a lot of buildup in Phillies in this Phillies offense, and then they, and then they go quiet, Trev, how you doing, dude?
1: Jacob. BBD players only. Here we go. I'm sorry for James. I've been a part of something like that before. It's not fun. So we're sending our best to you, buddy. Uh what a game. The juxtapos. Dang
0: it. The I My
1: big word, bro.
0: <laughs> oh no.
1: The juxtaposition of these two games.
0: <laughs> that was your big word that you were wheeling out for the people. Oh man, I had it so
1: good, too. But the, these two games back to back, bro, are yeah. incredible. You set the world series record for homers in the game, and then you go out and get no hit. Oh man, Arod A- just says it best. It's baseball, baby. <laughs> <Hey>.
0: <laughs> what an open. What an open. Um man, and that that Trevor Ploof open was brought to you by SeatGeek. Make sure <laughs> you're downloading and using. Seat geek the app use John boy playoffs 10% off or make sure in our live streams. Uh, if you guess the score after the sixth inning, you get $500. Some dude won twice. He got a thousand dollars to seat geek, our guy, Ellie Adler. So, uh, try to knock him off of his throne, I guess. Um, and if you're not either way, you seek geek, uh, wherever you're getting tickets from or a seat in code John boy playoffs. Uh, yeah, Trev, you're right. I, I got a little bit of a burn. I say we do that, we get through it, and then we dive in. Cause yeah, I mean the Phillies offense was the story of the playoffs and now now a little bit of history. So if uh, if you, you got for this one.
1: Mm, a little warehouse it's burn.
0: It's not special. Oh Phillies up two games to one over Houston. Aaron Nola the LSU Tiger, whose last name is literally New Orleans, Louisiana, versus Christian Javier Bardiam as he tried to keep the sky from falling on Houston's season. We're scoreless into the fifth. Base to hucked. We're bringing in Alvarado first pitch. Oh, right off your dong. Hit by pitch. It's one up an Astros and then Frankie Smalls. He's sicker than your average after the two RBI double. Honest Kyle Tucker hits the sacrifice fly to get one more run in. And then Yuli lie Oh no. And it's 5-0. 5-0 Astros. And it would stay that way, Trev, because of the Phillies bullpen. And this Javier was perfect. He wasn't perfect. Two walks, but no hits. He kicks it to Abreu, Montero, and your guy guy, Ryan Presley. Uh-huh. It's a no hitter in the World Series. The first time we've seen this since Don Larson. Kind of perfect game, but Houston—they shut down the mighty Phillies offense. They take a pivotal game four, five, nothing final. It's early. It's early. It's early. I added a B and pivotal. <laughs>
1: My friend Kyle says it sometimes. He goes, words are hard.
0: It's true. We're, and I mean, we're a labor pod that covers baseball now. So we're just figuring out this whole thing on the fly. Uh, Trev, I, I was watching this game with the Shea Station boys, Jerry and Jolly. Uh we, we were having a good time. Uh and yeah, man, it was one of those things where you know the Philly crowd was rocking. You're doing this whole the difference between three one and a two-two series is so massive. Nola was bending, not breaking. He breaks, and then you're like, Wait, the Phillies don't have a hit. Uh so I don't know. Give give me walk through this game from your perspective for me. Yeah, you know,
1: we saw that um Javier was on right away. Nola, you're right in the second inning. You know, some big strikeouts. You're thinking, like, if you get through that, are you gonna settle down? And and he did until he didn't. And that's kind of been the theme of this uh this series and a lot of the postseason, actually, these big innings, five run innings, massive crooked numbers. Um, and both these teams can do that in in, in a heartbeat. And we saw that last night with the Astros. Uh that inning was was pretty nuts. Um, I think a lot of people are talking about Topper's decision to go to Alvarado there. I think in the moment, everyone was kind of in on it. You know, Nola loads the bases. Who are you going to bring in? You know, they have Alvarado out there. He is rested. And the first pitch he throws, maybe a little too rested, right? Right in Jordan's butt. Just, Just right on it. And you're like, okay, one nothing. Here we go. He gets ahead of Bregman. Looks really good on him, but Breggy's at bat was just... That was incredible, dude. And he kind of like made an adjustment made at bat. You, you kind of saw him like... I don't know if he's going up there trying to pull the ball, but that's what it seemed like he was doing. And then he kind of like settled in to just be like, no, nah, man, you can't really do that against Alvarado. And laser to right field. What a beautiful, beautiful swing there. They add on. Then you're right. Uh, Javier was... Un, pretty much untouchable, and some of the stats that that were that are coming out now about like his last six, seven starts are like yeah. incredible. Even in the playoffs, I think he's only given up two hits in the playoffs. Um, it's it's pretty uh, amazing to see. And then you know their bullpen, is untouchable as well. I mean, it was, and this is the kind of team the Astros can be. They can just come and absolutely abuse you. I mean, you saw it firsthand uh, this year because there was another. Combined no-hitter against your team. They look pretty similar to this one. So this, is, this, this Astros team is scary, man, at any given moment. They bounced back from that game yesterday uh, to do this, and that's why they're the favorites.
0: Yeah, and with, with, with the Phillies, who had been kind of dominating and mauling in their own fashion, we talked about them breaking history the night before, the juxtaposition, uh, if you will, with their offense. Uh, we've talked a lot about high level talent. It's kind of part of the reason I've bought into this Phillies way. And I hope going forward in baseball, we see teams paying for the high level talent and figure out the rest. Uh, cause I want to believe in talent in baseball and sports and, and less of the, yeah, my, my organization gets the best out of everything. Like, no, go out and get Castellanos and real Muto and Harper's and those guys. Christian Javier was their fourth starter in this series. They're fourth, and yeah, if you chop up his last five starts, I don't think he's given up an earned run. Um, They got a combined no hitter earlier this year. Uh, He is 25 years old, Um, and yeah, it's uh, it's one of the most beautiful things about baseball when you get into pitch mixes and how guys do it. I mean, this guy's essentially a two-pitch dude, and 70% of them are 94-mile-per-hour heaters, which – Hey, don't get me wrong. That's nice, but Alvarado comes in, and he's touching 101, and, you know, it's the story of baseball is the velo, 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 but whatever Javier's fastball has on it, and I think it's got to be that rise that makes it one of those invisibles that you'll you'll hear a prospect in your organization throw. I don't know if your prospect throws one, but I guess this guy does because, man, don't get me wrong. He was dotting, and when he was mixing in the off-speed, he was throwing nice ones and locating that too. But there were some 93, 94s that had a lot of the plate. But some of the best hitters in the world, your Schwarbers, your Harpers, uh, the heart of that Phillies lineup, who are all hot or were coming into this game, they couldn't square them up. I, I mean, do you think after a little bit, does that get more mental than physical? Or, I mean, do we have to say, you know, obviously Javier was in- incredible.
1: I mean, I think, look at the bottom of the fourth inning, and he goes through Riomoto, Harper, Castellanos, strikes them all out swinging. And if you watch the game, and you just consistently saw the Phillies underneath the baseball. oh, And almost on both pitches, too. You know, the slider sometimes he would kind of, sweep instead of kind of come down you'd see them swinging under that one but specifically the fastball it's it's not necessarily rise i know we kind of use that word to describe it but it just doesn't come down as much as other people's fastballs and once you sit there as a hitter and you've seen i don't know a million pitches in your life and 99% of them kind of come down at the same angle and you understand like the trajectory of the ball and where your barrel needs to be in relation to where you last see the ball And then there's a couple guys, you know, the elite spin guys, the guys that just have this. And the ball just doesn't go where it's supposed to go. And that's the bottom line, dude. That's why you see like Bryce Harper goes, what the fuck, man? I think that's what he said. Like, what the fuck, bro? Like, he just, it's, it's, you are up there and you're expecting to barrel the ball. And then you just don't hit it. And it hits the catcher's glove and you're just, it is mentally frustrating. You know what you have to do. You know, you try to tell yourself, get on top of the ball. But it's just, again, the visual is so tough. And sometimes, or most of the time, you saw Javier going up top. Then every once in a while, he kind of pulls one down. And that thing looks like, as a hitter, like it's going to hit, you know, the grass. And then it just rides and stays there at your knees. It's it's a very difficult at bat. And, like, you have to, you know, for these Phillies hitters, not many of them have seen Javier you have to see these guys a couple of times and like figure something out a key for yourself uh to make your barrel go where it needs to be because it's just not natural and you're going to get a lot of unnatural swings and just i mean you're right if you just look at the miles per hour and kind of the pitch mix you're like what uh, but really if you just watch the swings and how far away <laughs> some of these guys are from the ball and consistently swinging under it it's it's cool man
0: and i i hope whatever Javier has, whatever, whatever Ranger Suarez has, whatever Nestor Cortez Jr. has, whatever these pitchers that, um, you know, they're, it looks just a little different when they do it, but it's also incredible. I mean, this is a no-hitter in the World Series, and I know the combined no-hitter is not as sexy, obviously, but I also don't care. Uh, you shut out the Phillies uh, and you no-hit them, that, that there is a an extra twist of the knife there. The bullpen deserves as much love. I know Javier goes six with two walks and nine K's. Everyone knows that baseball feeling when a starting pitcher is dominating and someone comes out of the bullpen and you don't care who it is. You say, all right, thank God. As long as I don't have to see that guy anymore. What does a you do strikes out the side. Um, and then you got Montero who comes in and, you know, he, he looked like a world beater. He looked well-rested and back at it. Uh, and then your boy Presley, who you know his his pitch mix from the closer position is uh, unique and fun and wipeout. So uh, I think before getting to the Phillies and Alvarado and you know what what they have to look at inside. Obviously, the pitching that's going to get talked about for the no hitter and just how dominant they were, um, and then one inning, one inning putting a crooked number up there, and that's that changes the tide of this whole series man i mean 3-1 with the phillies in philly having been undefeated with a chance to win tonight or houston with jv back on the bump knowing it's going back to houston for two uh to put that fifth inning together and for each of their pitchers to put that performance i mean that's uh that's a 106 win houston team that is trying to show the world that they are those dudes.
1: Forget about the no hits. This little equation for Dusty, this is what he wants. That my starter goes six, a nice quality start for six, and then I can bring Abreu, Montero, Presley I have other guys too. Don't worry. If we need more, I got more, but this is kind of, these are his guys right now. Um, yeah, the pitching is. <sighs> You're right. Usually, when a guy's no hitting you and has nine Ks through six innings, anyone looks appetizing, but not not these dudes. Not these dudes. It's kind of like more of the same. Just it's a lot coming at you. You you feel like you can't breathe as a hitter sometimes when you know you're facing a staff that is, you know, one rested and two just filthy and feeling it and hot. Like you know, sometimes these guys will go through some cold streaks. Not right now. and we and the Astros did exactly what we said they had to do like you got to silence the crowd okay like I I know they didn't score until the 4th inning or was it the 4th inning or the 5th inning 5th the 5th inning uh but Javier not letting them get any runs on the board or any hits like they had no chance to like cheer really you know a couple walks and that's it you know so sometimes you silence the crowd with the offense but also, you can do it if a guy's out there dominating the way Javier. We got we heard some boo birds out there last night, so that's funny. The juxtaposition of the crowd mm. cheering to the booze was also an also interesting part of this World Series.
0: And I I, I think uh, great use of the word Trev. Um, I, I think we have to dive into the fifth inning because I mean, honestly, Phillies and Houston wise, not too much going on outside of that. I, I mean, you know. Again, the the part of the no hitter was like, oh, was there that special defensive player or whatever? Our guy Gene put the barrel on one, but it was right at Tucker. I know expected batting average kings were were all about that, but I it would never had a chance to be a hit. There was really nothing. There's no hope.
1: Schwarber had a ground ball. They called foul. It was close. Sheesh. what do you think you about that? Let me ask you this. This is major league baseball. eleven billion dollars in revenue. apparently, that was the last number that came out. It's pretty good. eleven Bill peace um, We need a little bit better technology on the basis there like we I think we could do that. maybe like a little like laser that just goes up. I mean, having the guy standing like right there and trying to look down at a ball going hundred miles an hour past his legs doesn't make a lot of sense. I'm not. I mean, I'm not saying it was fair or foul. It would have changed again. I'm just saying, like I'd like to have some changes.
0: Would have been nice to have a little better technology than you know, a a 50 year old man guessing on the fly. <laughs> Getting out of the way to get, get out of the ball. way. Yeah, uh, we need to think about yeah, stuff. And like that this, man. man, yeah, that's one of those. uh I don't know. End of the day, you get no hit. So you can't really dig in your heels about that if you're Philly. But yeah, it would have been nice to get that no hit off the board. And what could have been a double with a runner on first, I think. Um, yeah, let's uh, let's get the tech going, MLB. It's not scary. This is It is scary you know. for them. You know what? Bring us in. We'll figure it out. Me and travel get the perfect ju- juxtaposition of old technology and new technology, and we'll figure it out. I've been um, watching this guy on YouTube called John boy, showing me how like cricket yeah. integrated technology really well.
1: Jim boy. Pretty good. Yeah.
0: yeah mid. Jim um, Boy's mid. <laughs> I don't, I just want to watch the games, man. Um, top five. Nola comes back out. He started, uh, <laughs> you know, he was, he looked like Nola when he was executing. He looked good. It, it looked like in the fourth, he gave up, uh, he gave up a couple hits to Gurriel and Vasquez. We've seen especially, uh, you know, I, I think it's something to watch going forward. Like we, in our heads, like, oh, World Series baseball, adrenaline popping. Dude, I'm tired. Like these players on the field are tired. These pitchers who are going extra innings, then, you know, are your rotation who's at home right now, who's swinging the golf club or on the beach, these guys are still emptying the tank. I, I think we saw it a little bit with Ranger. I think we've seen it with some of the Houston pitchers when, when it starts to come unraveled in a world series game, because your, your maximum effort, it's the world series. I think it starts to come a little quicker than it normally does in the regular season. He comes back out for the fifth single, single, single McCormick, Altuve, Pena. They bring in Alvarado for that lefty lane that they, he executed so well, um, last time that first pitch, um, and it's it's something that, you know, I won't I don't want this to be a shot fired at analytics because, you know, Alvarado hits him with the pitch. But when you bring a pitcher out of the bullpen and he's thrown off a new mound and he's in a World Series game and he hasn't pitched in a few days, you got to get your ball bearings a little bit. You got the adrenaline pumping hits your down. Where'd that hit him? A little hip flexor.
1: It's in the butt. I don't know. The it's pel- the best place to get hit if you're going to get hit right up there. He's gonna have a big bruise, though. Those things bruise like a mofo. <laughs>
0: Ninety-nine uh, to that to that big booty Judy, um, and then Bregman. You talked about his at bat. Um, that's that's on Alvarado and on Bregman. Uh, Braggie takes a hundred the opposite field. Uh, the only thing that not to be shots at, at Bregman. It's not. It's a. It's it's at Alvarado. 02, You can't you can't put your sinker over the plate. So Alex Bregman, uh, and that simple swing, John Smoltz all over it, just put the barrel out there, flicks it the other way. Uh, and then you get, you know, Altuve and Pena score. There's still no out. So sack fly, single bing bong, it's five, nothing. Um, so I don't know what on that inning, what do you have Trev?
1: I think you know this that was the right move. You had you have Alvarado, you mentioned how he's navigated that lane before. Mm. Uh, it just didn't happen for him. I mean, it's a tough part of the order to get through every single time. I mean, it's, you're going to have times where they get you. I mean, and starting off the first pitch, um smoking Jordan on the butt. That doesn't help your mental out. Though he came back the next pitch and dotted one up on Bregman. So like I don't think it phased him much. I think we just have to give credit to the Astros for putting together good at-bats against a really tough pitcher when they needed to do it. I mean, Bregman's – yeah, he gets down out 2 but, you know, he hits the mistake. And mistakes at 100 miles an hour, you know, they get hit less often, but Bregman's a dude. I can't tell if he likes me or hates us. I don't yeah. know what's going on with him ever. Our relationship is complicated. Uh Kyle Tucker puts together a nice bat, you know, lefty, lefty getting the sack fly, you know, got a good chunk of that, and then Gurriel comes through. I mean, they're just a they're a good team, and they're going to get you. You're not going to go through this order, especially the middle like that when with runners all over the place and come out unscathed every time. It's just not going to happen. Didn't happen with the Phillies. They knew that they were going to get some runs that at that point. Two runs is a different ball game than five runs the Astros just handled those at bats so well. And once you have down five runs and you have a guy in the mountain doing what he's doing, I mean, that, that takes the air out of the stadium. You know, it, it hurts inside. If you're the Phillies, they'll never admit that, but you understand it's going to be tough to get back into the ball game.
0: Yeah. I mean, five, five's that magic number from the first game. So, I mean, if, if you're, if you've got a pitcher out there that, you know, you're getting a couple hits here and there, or you or you know, fouling off good, good pitches or something you say okay you know if we could put a one or a two on the scoreboard and you know make them think a little bit and we've got all those homer threats no you you don't got a hit so that just super impressive all around uh by Houston and and yeah it's it's something that i i'm going to try to i don't want to say tap into more but peter was all over this jerry was all over this who are so similar in their beautiful ways and also so different in their beautiful ways the adrenaline of being a bullpen guy Alvarado ran out of that bullpen in a crazy Philly crowd. And he was telling himself, I'm about to strike out the damn side and this place is going to erupt and I'm going to keep a zero on the board and we're going to go nuts. First pitch. Boom. You just hear the, you hear the balloon pop. Um, And I, I think we saw it in other examples this postseason. I know. People don't love when we only tap, tap into Yankee examples, but Clark Schmidt got a big double play ball against these Houston Astros. And they sent them Fist back Fist pumping, stoked, cloud nine, comes out for the next inning and the energy and the adrenaline just isn't there. He comes out flat, gets popped. Um, I don't know, something to, as we figure out more of these sciences of baseball that are real and uh, with feel, the adrenaline coming out of there, man. I mean, that's, I don't think people really think about running in from the bullpen with that Philly crowd bases loaded, no outs. Like you're, you can't, you can't replicate that. Is that the word?
1: I don't know. Juxtaposition. I don't think is the word
0: here. It's not there. I don't think so.
1: No. Okay. Okay. Yeah, no, it's, that's 100% right. I mean, that's why you, we always talk about, guys that look like they can just chill out there. That's why we give them so much praise. We talk about even Javier. Don't they call him the reptile because he's cold-blooded? Like mm. this dude is – That's that separates dudes, okay? And I don't think Alvarado is out there going crazy, but, yeah, there is the adrenaline there. And I think, like, like I said, he did settle down to Bregman. He just made a mistake on that 0-2 pitch, and that's when all the runs come in, and or two more, I think, came in on that one. Because Don was like, his, his butt was still hurt. And he's like, I can't run that fast. Yeah. can't run happen. that fast. My butt hurts right now. <laughs> so they only got two on that. But, yeah, I mean, it's it's just this Astros team. I think we just have to continue to give credit to them. The pitching, the timely hitting, professional at-bats, understanding You know that they didn't need to worry about last night's game. They just needed to get back to Houston. They're doing it, man. They're in a good position right now. A very good position, and like it's this series has been going back and forth. Like we thought, Phillies, hey, you're you are looking good. Go, you know, if you win tomorrow night's game, talking about last night, you're gonna win the World Series probably. And then the Astros just came and snatched it. Put those orange jerseys on and snatched it from. Oh, are we still getting the powder blues tonight from Philly? Yeah, I mean. I'm actually stoked the Astros tied this thing up. I, I want this to go seven. I think this is a great series. It also would have been cool to see Philly trying to clinch in front of the home crowd against Verlander in the baby blues. Like that's, that's a fun like script,
0: right? Right. Like that would have, that would have felt a little iconic, but uh, yeah. And I, I mean, before we get in tomorrow, good on Houston again, it, Fifty-seven-year-old Yuli Gurriel steals a base in this game. Um, That that guy is just completely unreal. Uh, Three for eight with runners in scoring position for the Astros. All you know in that big inning, and uh, they dominate this game. That was it's a World Series and every game is important. But the difference between three-one and two-two with the Phillies to win at home, and we're talking about blue unis. Instead, this is going back to Houston verlander Cindergaard? how's your i mean that's uh if a video game told you that a few years ago you'd be like oh yeah now it, it it's a little different story but uh what? the uh this game is brought to you by roman trev do you have erectile dysfunction <laughs> i do not
1: okay, okay. well, well we do because it's
0: probably going to happen at some point yeah well Rodonco. 50 52 percent of men over 40 uh experience some f- form of erectile dysfunction you should uh you know I, I know you yuck it up with a lot of guys in your neighborhood everyone over 40 you should just be like all right grab two of them which one start, of you i should start slanging roman you're 100 right judge have... which... roman send me some cards or samples or something i love you becoming the roman guy in the neighborhood yeah. with the roman nose uh roman is the digital health clinic For men, they offer genuine FDA-approved medication for as little as $4 per dose. At Roman, there's no waiting rooms or hassle. It's straightforward, convenient, and digital. They take care of you from the comfort of your home. And fellas, or the ladies, that maybe your fella's dealing with this, if this is something you're dealing with, we we got a solution. Like if if you're, I don't know, if there's a hole in your boat, you patch up the hole. Uh, this is kind of the opposite. You're trying to make things go in the hole. Right now, Roman is offering a special deal for our listeners. Get 20% off your first order. And it's a new website, people. ro.co slash talking. Talking's our code for the 20% off. ro.co slash talking, 20% off. These are the people that specialize in this area, go check out Roman row.co slash talking 20% off. Trev, You were a little creeped out by how I introduced tonight's game between, uh, uh, the Phillies and the Astros. So I'll, I'll let you do it.
1: it was like the noise you made. You said if this, if a video game told you about this matchup years ago, you would have went what?
0: I guess I, I was letting out my nerdy, uh, out of the park baseball a little bit. Jolly, Jolly poked me last night. They're like, if you were projecting a, a world series four years ago, like Noah Syndergaard being the starting pitcher in game five, you'd be like, All right, yeah, like he's he's Thor. Is he are we looking for him to empty the take and throw seven tonight? Like, no, I think high end might be three innings pitch. And then on the other side of it, uh, Big JV, who's uh, I don't think he's been as sharp as he was the regular seasons this playoffs. Uh, he essentially has a chance to drive a dagger through Philly because if he if he's special tonight, Houston with two games at home to close it out. Um I don't know. I I hope we get outside of game 1, which wasn't really back and forth. It was most it was big lead, caught the big lead. Uh if we could get the back and forth game tonight in Philly, I mean that's it feels like the only thing this series has been missing right now.
1: I'm interested to see Thor. I think that's JV I guess that's a, a tale as well. I mean, we've, we've talked about, like, the struggles in the World Series and mm. can he shake that? He didn't look great game one. Like, you know, like, they got to him in game one. Um, so I'm, I'm curious to see what's going to happen on, on that end. Like, he has that that ride that they had trouble with last night. Seeing it two nights in a row, is it going to be easier for the Phillies hitters? P- probably. So look for that. Let's maybe see some more of this from JV tonight. And then on the other side, Thor, yeah, I mean, the leash. This big. You have to if you're topper. This is a must-win game. You have to manage like it. I I, I want to see when he's going to deploy his high leverage guys. Like, is he going to throw Alvarado right back out there? Or is he, you know, what's that decision going to be like? Yeah. Um, it's going to be difficult to keep these Astros bats down. Like you're going to give up some runs today. I think if you're the Phillies offense, you understand. We're going to have to bang today. We're going to have to score 5 runs at least today. So, good at bats. Let's get guys on base. And I think scoring early will be the key in this game. I think it's been that way all throughout the series and you probably said about any baseball game. Uh but for some reason with this crowd, I think either way scoring early really helps the team. The Astros do it. Kind of calms the atmosphere down for them. They can breathe a little bit. The Phillies do it, the place erupts, and here we go. And the pressure's on the Astros. So it's, um, the series is just good. It's the bottom line. And tonight's game is awesome. The juxtaposition of these pitchers, one's going to win the Cy Young, the other team is throwing a bullpen game. Yeah.
0: The, Damn, uh, that English stuff. If the guy you got a circle, uh, for me is Sir Anthony. Dominguez. Um, he, How many outs? If he's good, if he's like lights out, it's World Series time. There's a chance you pursue a third inning. Oh, I was like, saying six. I'm saying six outs. He's looking for he, he has... Two two inning outings this postseason. He was throwing pretty regularly. You know, our our Phillies here, they did wild card DS, CS World Series. Um, he pitched in three CS games. He pitched in two DS games and a wild card. We haven't seen him since game one, October 28th. Um, in the uh in the Padres game where he pitched two innings, he threw 34 pitches. So If he could be a little tighter than that, if he could get through two innings in right under 30, I would maybe try the third because you have an off day coming up and you haven't used him in five days, I think. So for me, he's going to be the one that I've got circled and he, he needs to be a part of the story because whether it's two and, you know, maybe Cindergaard gives a great effort and, the Phillies bullpen, uh, outside of, uh, you know what was that, that fifth inning, still has been pristine. After Alvarado, uh, the boys came in and got more out. So, uh, but Sir Anthony, he's gonna have to be special. Whether that's two innings, um, whether that's you know one point one, but it's the heart of that lineup at the right time. I don't know, but he's. I think if you're the Phillies and we're talking about them tomorrow morning, uh, with the with a win. Sir Anthony has to be a big piece of it.
1: Okay, I I, I just in my head went over like an Alvarado situation. He's going to get that lane again. That's his lane. Yeah, it's the bottom line. He's going to get it again. And how is he going to bounce back from it? Well, he gave up two runs the first game he pitched in the wild card series against St. Louis, and then after that, went like ten innings with three hits and one in run. So like he he he's bounced back before he can do it again. He's going to have to do it against. Jordan, Bregman and Tucker.
0: And that's yeah, difficult that,
1: man, but he can do it.
0: And that's um him and Sir Anthony as we as we dive further into it, Sir Anthony is going to have to take that lane once cuz in that game 1 in Houston that they won, Alvarado took it once and then Ranger took it. But Ranger isn't available. So Sir Anthony when he comes in and maybe that's going to be his test, he's probably going to have to go through Jordan, Bregman, and Tucker at least, and then it becomes interesting because do you stretch it out the first way and do you tell him to get out to and Pena? Or if you attack that lefty lane and then he's cruising a little bit, then you've got the bottom half of that lineup, and maybe that sets him up to get the – two point one or two clean innings I don't know that's uh that's what our boy topper and and the the other fellas are probably discussing right now
1: oh, it's so fun it's like you know like in Game of Thrones House of dragons they're all standing over like the war table yeah and you know they're putting their ships and I don't even understand what they're doing it's like what what is that about it's like yeah whatever but you see it in the manager's office or their meeting room or whatever all of them standing around there's papers everywhere coffee going. Yeah, they're standing there. They always have their pants on with their undershirt tucked in. Looks weird. Yes, they're old. (laughs) They don't. The lighting's probably not. Most of them try to be cool, but most of them aren't. They're just kind of dorky. Um, they're all talking about this. These are the situations. Um, here are the lanes. Let's talk about it. And most of the time, like these, these instances that come up during games, like they have plans for. Every once in a while, you'll find one. You're like, oh shit, what do we do now? Um. This is the fun part, man. This this is like, if you're a coach, this is what you dream about, dude. In the World Series, at home or on the road, whatever it is, but coming up with a game plan, they don't get to do that that much during the regular season. I feel like this is super
0: intense for them, and I like it. Chips are all in. You're you know, if if you're the Phillies, off day tomorrow, it's a bullpen day, and I mean. Man, you, you wonder who else is going to step up. We saw Robertson come out last night. He he has another clean inning. Flynn looked a lot better than he had previously. And, hey, if you got to circle another guy, if, you know, we're hoping, or the Phillies, excuse me, are hoping for three from Cindergard. you know, that could also be 1.1. And, man, a guy like a Kyle Gibson or a Brogdon or Bilotti, someone's going to have to have a special outing and that's kind of what the World Series is about. Uh, or, or those dudes in Houston might just bust it out on both ends again and show you why they are those dudes.
1: Brogdon's going to have a lane, too. I think I that I Topper's trusting him a little more. He's got a little bit of funk to him. So, like, you can deploy that at the bottom of the lineup, kind of, like, messing with those guys. Mm. I
0: think, think that makes sense. Yeah, you're right. All hands on deck, baby. All hands We will be all hands on deck Tonight we're streaming I think Beebs, we might be trying to recruit the Ice Boys We'll see That would be a, that'd be a weird game five Always is um, Trev you got anything else?
1: I'm good man I'm excited for this series I wish Huge I was stream with you boys
0: Huge game
1: Huge game I have so this is what's going to happen tonight I have baseball practice and i will be listening to the game while I throw
0: the Baseball The music
1: right now I can't hear. Oh, Jake sucks.